Good evening, everyone. My name is Marty Shaw, and welcome back to a new episode of Murders and Mysteries of New England. There's really not a lot in terms of updates for the show, except if you would like for me to cover an episode on a case that you've been intrigued about, you can email me at murdersandmysteriesofne at gmail.com. That'll also be in the show notes. If you or someone you know is in an abusive situation, please reach out to a trusted friend, family member, or medical professional. No one deserves abuse, and no one deserves the trauma that comes with abuse. So without further ado, sit back, relax, and let's dive in. case, The Jumping Frenchman of Maine, is less of an unsolved murder and more of an unsolved mystery. They were a group of 19th century lumberjacks who exhibited a rare disorder of unknown origins. This rare disorder is characterized as an exaggerated starter reflex, which may be described as an uncontrollable jump. Individuals with this condition can exhibit sudden movements in all parts of the body which can include extremities like the arms and legs, as well as the face. This was found in the Moosehead Lake region of Maine, and first described by George Miller Beard in 1878. The group of lumberjacks were in an isolated population, and they were of French-Canadian descent. This was also observed in the Beauce region of Quebec, which are groups of French-Canadians. Now, let's get a little into the history of how the Jumping Frenchman of Maine became known as a disorder. Beard had a unique interest in unusual disorders and took the opportunity to observe the epidemic in Moosehead Lake. Beard published descriptions of the Jumping Frenchman of Maine in 1880, and he believed the condition was hereditary, meaning that it could get passed down from a parent to a child. History of Medicine professor Howard I. Kushner calls Beer's description what he believed to be the most influential and detailed study of these behaviors. According to Kushner, the French physician Jean-Martin Carcotte chose his resident, Georges de la Tourette, to investigate the, quote, relationship between tic disorders and jumping and startle behaviors reported in Malaysia, Siberia, and Maine. Tourette translated Beard's descriptions and published them one year later, in 1881. In 1885, Tourette published the study of a nervous affliction, which included what later would become known as Tourette syndrome. Kushner actually argued that none of the patients studied by Tourette supported this assertion that jumping Frenchman of Maine was Tourette's, and he was quoted as saying, Many of his contemporaries refuted Georges de la Tourette's typology. The symptoms of jumping Frenchmen of Maine usually began after puberty or during the teenage years. In the reported cases, men were more often afflicted than women were. The jumping Frenchmen seemed to react abnormally to sudden stimuli. 
For those that may not know, the startle reflex occurs when a person is startled by a loud noise, unexpected physical contact, like a poke to the ribs, or unexpected movement or noise. The jumping Frenchman of Maine had startle reflexes that were abnormal or exaggerated. Some affected individuals would exhibit immediate obedience after a startle response, where they would automatically respond to simple commands. Normally, the individuals would not respond to the commands, but Beard recorded individuals who would obey any given command given suddenly, even if it meant striking a loved one. Common and less intense symptoms included jumping, yelling, and hitting. They exhibited outrageous bursts, and many described themselves as ticklish and shy. Other cases included echolalia, which is repeating vocalizations made by another person, echopraxia, which is repeated movements made by another person, and coprolalia, which is involuntary swearing or uttering obscene or socially inappropriate words or phrases. Beard noted that the men were suggestible. And he wrote, many could not help repeating the words or sounds that came from the person that ordered them any more than they could help striking, dropping, throwing, jumping, or startling. As the individual gets older, in most cases, the symptoms would lessen in frequency and severity. The jumping Frenchman of Maine syndrome must be distinguished from other conditions involving the startle reflex. There are similar conditions to the jumping Frenchmen of Maine. For example, the Ragin' Cajuns were people of French descent down in Louisiana that exhibited similar conditions to the jumping Frenchmen of Maine. Lata, which is found in Malaysia, is a condition in which one's startle response is similar to a state of trance with repetitive speech or movement. Mirachit, which is found in Siberia, also displays an action similar to the jumping action. There's also a disorder called neurosthenesia, which displays a startle response during periods of great fatigue. Hyperreplexia, or cock disease, is a rare autosomal dominant neurological disease, which is hereditary. Symptoms began in infancy with hypertonia, which is an abnormal muscle tension that decreases flexibility. This also has an exaggerated starter reflex in all ages of life. And Tourette's, which is characterized by multiple physical or motor tics and at least one vocal or phonic tic. This is involuntary for those that may not know much about Tourette's. And even though compared clinically there are many similarities, the abnormal responses in the jumping Frenchman of Maine are always provoked. The jumping Frenchman of Maine can impact daily life with an inability to control stimuli in the course of one's days, and individuals are often teased deliberately, which causes an increase in the frequency and severity of the episodes. The cause for the jumping Frenchman of Maine is currently unknown, but it is believed to be a neuropsychiatric disorder. There are five theories we're going to cover as to the reason for this disorder. The first one is it could be a genetic condition. 
In an observation of 50 cases, it found that the disorder was centralized in the northern regions of Maine, with 14 of these cases being found in four families. A second set of cases were found in a single family, where a father, his two sons, and his two grandchildren exhibited jumping behavior. The second theory is that it could be a culture-bound syndrome, which is a culturally specific operant conditioning. This generally is limited to specific societies or cultural areas, as it is often localized. The third one is that it could be a mass psychogenic illness, where people in a group start to feel sick at the same time, even though there is no physical or environmental reason to be sick. In some cases, many get sick at the same time, while in other cases, one person gets sick and then the others in the group begin to feel sick. The fourth theory is that it could be a formed habit. Instances of many being shy may imply that the quote-unquote jumper was positively reinforced by the sudden attention as entertainment for a group. The last theory is that it could be a somatic neurological disorder, which is caused by a genetic gene mutation and is not inherited from the parents or passed on to the child. The French jumpers were mostly lumberjacks that lived in a very remote region. The smaller community would allow for a majority to do adapt to this sort of reaction. In 1885, Tourette included jumping Frenchmen of Maine syndrome in the typology of quote-unquote convulsive tick illnesses. Studies done in the 1980s of this condition do cast doubt on whether the phenomenon was in fact a physical condition similar to Tourette syndrome. Documentation of direct observation of jumping Frenchmen has been scarce. While video evidence was recorded by several researchers, M.H. and J.M. St. Hilary concluded from studying affected individuals that the condition was brought on by conditions at the lumber camps, which means it would have been a psychological, not a neurological disorder. It's generally really hard to know what causes the jumping Frenchman of Maine, and so the cause for the disorder is still unknown. Cases of jumping Frenchmen of Maine are so rare and so infrequent that it is hard to research the cause of this disorder. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to this as much as I enjoyed researching and talking about it. The Jumping Frenchman of Maine to me is a very interesting case because of how infrequent and how rare it is, but hopefully one of these days we can discover what the cause of the Jumping Frenchman of Maine syndrome is. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to give it a rating on the streaming service that you're listening to this on, and stay tuned for next time where we will continue to talk about murders and mysteries of New England. Have a great evening.